Welcome to The Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to the top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. Coaches, does it feel like sometimes all you're doing is copying, pasting, nudging, rearranging, and redrawing your playbooks? Get your time back. Designed by a current NFL coach with the same pain points you have, Pro Quick Draw is an incredibly powerful plugin to improve the playbook software you've already got on your computer, Microsoft PowerPoint. We've created buttons, tools, and shortcuts to save you time, keep you organized, and give your playbook presentations, scout cards, and practice scripts a professional look, and created in half the time. We've got over 25 NFL teams using PQD, and we're giving you a chance to use it too with our new affordable price for high school coaches. Try us for 30 days with no strings attached. You'll get a one-on-one video call with a football coach who speaks your language. Plus, you get to keep everything you make during your trial. Visit www.proquickdraw.com to get an impressive 2022 playbook started. Put your hand down. You smiling? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Football's fun. Fun, sir. Fun, sir. It's fun. Yes. You sure? I think so. Now you're thinking. First you smile, then you think. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir, uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is Uh, it? No, not by now. No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. No. Make up your mind. No, no. Think, since you're thinking, now go on, think. No, Is no. it fun? No, sir. No. No, sir. Absolutely not? Zero fun, sir. All right, listen up. I'm Coach Boone. I'm going to tell you all about how much fun you're going to have this season. All right, Coach Tory. have you ever had to decide, like, is football fun or not? Man, playing that clip for me right there, like, my brain's going through a whole bunch of things, right? Because we're conditioned to say, no, football is not fun and stand real rigid at attention. But then you're like, no, but football is fun. And that's why we keep coming back. But then you're like, you keep waiting for the coach's answer. Like, what's the right answer, right? Like, it's one of those rock and a hard place questions where it's like, no, football should be serious. And and no, but but it's still a game. And so games are fun. And yeah, so I think it's great. Like, a great segue into this week's motivational lesson. Yeah, I think about backyard football a lot. Like, how much fun did you have playing backyard football? And that's what we want our kids to experience, like enjoy the fun of the game and, and experience joy. And you're just, I mean, you get back to no corner and you're like, uh, is it uh, no fun maybe? I, and then just like, I don't know. And then if, if you're conflicted after hearing that, think about your kids now. And it's March and there's no football and there's only college spring going on. And it's like, uh, I don't know how much fun we're having right now. No, I think it's a great point. And, you know, I want to go back to what you said when we're little kids, right? Because you would play football outside till the streetlights came on or till your mom called you home. And I grew up on a farm, so I didn't have any neighbors real close to me my age. So it was mostly me and playing with my dog or whatever else. But when I got together with my buddies, we'd play like three-man football. And we'd rotate from quarterback to wide receiver to DB. And you got certain points for how you did every play and you rotated every play. And then it'd be dark and you'd go in and you'd play Tecmo Super Bowl for hours, right? And it's it's another way that football can be fun. And you would have 
we would have trading cards. Like I still send unopened packs of football cards from like 1992 to my best friends. And it's like, that's just fun. And so like leading up to their birthday, for example, I've got two of my best friends that have birthdays coming up here in April and I send unopened packs and I'm like, open a pack a day till your birthday. Like it's just fun. So that game still connects us in a lot of different ways. But I agree, as we get older, we're supposed to be more serious, right? And we're supposed to take things into more consideration and we're not supposed to have fun. And damn it, this is serious and, and it's more warlike. And, and where did we lose that? That's a great point. I think about staff meetings, like how serious they are. And like we're watching film and we're doing this and you, you hit the nail on the head, it's just like war. Like this is how it's supposed to be and we're going to battle when it's really not war. It's not battle. That's why I chuckle at, like, sometimes coaches put, like, their schedule, like, pregame schedule, they're like, war. Like, you're you're not going to war. You're going to play in a game, and it's supposed to be fun. Uh, and there's going to be a winner and a loser, and there you go. So I, I just think so much of the experience, enhancing the experience of the game as we go forward, as we journey into March, you know, in a blink of an eye, it's going to be football season again. But enhancing the experience and challenging coaches to have fun with your team because you're so right. Like, it's supposed to be serious in these times. Like, my goodness, like, just enjoy it. Enjoy this time. Well, I think it's, it's a great point that you bring up. And uh, when I wrote my book, More Than the Game, our, my main character is Coach War. I mean, the last name is Warrington. I just kind of made that up. But uh, I call him Coach War because to, to draw up that point, in the beginning of the book, the players don't really like him. He's more battle-focused. Like, he treats it like it's actual military strategy. And by the end of the book, he's learned that that's not how you, is best to lead people in 2022, right? No. I, not at all. I, I think about, you know, the game Risk. I think a lot of people have played Risk, like how much strategy goes into it. But it's a long game. And how much fun yeah. do you have playing Risk when it's forever? So rewind 24 hours. My dad's birthday was Saturday. And we played a awesome game of Uno that turned competitive, but it was so much fun. So, I mean, you can have best of both worlds. It can be competitive and have fun. And I, I don't want to think – I don't want to lead on to coaches that, hey, we're saying – you have to have fun and it's not going to be competitive and you're not going to be this and you don't want to win. That's not what we're saying. We want to find the ways that you can get fun into your sport that you coach. But it definitely has that element, right? Like it's almost like there's balance there. We're either going to take this really serious or it's going to be fun or we're going to have light moments. And just because it's luck doesn't mean it's not serious at the same time. Right. Right. But that's how we're conditioned to believe. Like, oh, it's just going to be a goof off session or whatever else. Or, oh, there's nothing really getting done this period. That's not how it is at all. It's just how can you make it fun? Because human nature says that when things are fun, people want to be there. Yes, absolutely. So I'm thinking, you know, how, how do we incorporate fun? I see a lot of times on Twitter these coaches that have these relay races, but they play tic-tac-toe with it, Right. Yeah. So you add an element to where, you know, it's athletic skill, but yet there is some enjoyment, there's some joy there where you can still play off of that. Like, I think of all the stuff 
that's so serious all the time um, beats kids down. Like they it beats them down. Like I have to act this way. I got to put on. I think about Jim Carrey and the mask. Like I have to put on this face in order to act like this. And then oh, and then I can have my, be myself when he's not here. And like they, there's a revolving faces that go on. But I think in today's world, 2022, coaches have to be vulnerable. Coaches have to be transparent. Coaches have to know when to turn the switch on and then turn the switch off, if that makes any sense. Yep. But I think the biggest word there is vulnerable. Like, let your kids enjoy it, but know. And I think that's where the connection piece comes in. Like, when they when they know you and you're not trying to be somebody, you're not like, I see so so many coaches like, I'm going to – we're going to coach like Nick Saban does at Alabama. What? There's only one Nick right. Saban. And I think we've talked about this on an earlier podcast about three months ago or four months ago. We've hit on that a little bit. But you got to be comfortable in your own skin and be you. And then who gives a crap, right? Who gives a crap what you what other people think? If you're getting results that you want in your program, notice we didn't say wins. You get results in your program that you want, and kids are – playing at a higher level, they have higher character, they're doing all these things that what you want in your program and you're having fun with it. You know, I think a good way to judge are, are people enjoying your program is how many people have quit in the last five years, two years, one year. And if you don't have anybody that's quit and say you're a, you're a 500 team and nobody's quit, then guess what? You're doing something right. No, I think you're exactly right. Like I heard it once say that um, the freshman coach's record is however many players come back and play as sophomores. Yeah. And your JV record is however many sophomores stick it out and, and come out as juniors. Yeah. And, uh, you know, up here in the North, one of my favorite football coaches of all time to study is Hayden Fry. I'm not mm. an Iowa fan, but we got, we got one channel in the tractor when I was growing up. So it was an AM station. It was Paul Harvey at noon, yeah. and it was Chicago Cubs baseball uh, after that at 120. And then on Saturdays in the fall during the harvest, it was Iowa Hawkeye football. And I'm not an Iowa fan by any means. Um, people up here, they, they kind of know how I feel about the black and gold. But uh, Hayden Fry took over an absolute dumpster fire in the late 70s and turn it into a perennial program that's still at the top today. I mean, in fact, they've had two coaches in my lifetime at Iowa. you got Hayden Fry and you've got Kirk Ferentz. And uh, Hayden Fry from West Texas, you know, he used to have this great saying that scratch where it itches, right? Mm. Mm. And that's where I feel like fun comes into things. You can't – you don't want two hours of fun at practice. Right. That's, that's, not got, that's not good. But you could have 10 minutes of fun – and that's going to be enough to scratch where it itches and keep kids coming back, right? right? And and keep your uh, team moving forward. Like we play dodgeball sometimes in wrestling, mm. or spike ball or dodgeball, and my kids love it. I mean, they will. It'll be an absolutely very average to horrible practice effort wise, and then all of a sudden I'll bring out the spike ball net, and all of a sudden the effort goes way up, right? Mm -hmm. And it just kind of lifts everybody's spirit. And I always tell our kids, you have to be careful because. We are a wrestling team who plays spike ball sometimes, not a spike ball team that wrestles sometimes. Right. And that fundamental shift came from my wife's family owns a restaurant in Nebraska, and they're a bar and grill. 
but they want to be a, a restaurant serving alcohol, not a bar that serves food. Oh, nice. nice. And so I just think for, after that, once that's your philosophy, right? Once you nail down, how are we going to have fun? When are we going to do it? And how can we systematically add it into practice so that we scratch where it itches? That's where the magic happens. Yeah. I think, I think, and I go back to classroom stuff, like when you're giving a lecture versus having fun with a lecture and being interactive and all that stuff. I think when kids have fun, the learning process is natural. It's easy. They're engaged. So put that in to a football coach's mind right now or a basketball coach's mind about a play you have to learn and they don't get it. Well, what if you make it fun? And I think Pete Carroll did it the best. He plays rewind. So he'll run a play. And Thursday for us would be a walkthrough day. Uh, I'm guessing Friday for the NFL, possibly because of travel on Saturday. But he would do rewind. So how much stress goes into, oh, we got to get this play right, run this play. And then like we all have our checklist of we got to run one through 180 plays, if you will. But he picks out and does rewind. That lets them have fun. It's interactive. They're, they're, they're running the play backwards. There's a guy catching the ball. The, the center has to snap it back. Just that element of fun. Not saying they're not being serious about playing their game on Sunday or on Saturday yeah. or for us on Friday nights. But it's the – if I had hair, I'd let my hair down, right? But, like, yeah. let your hair down a little bit and, and have some fun. Look, and I think you bring up a great point because there's teams out there that have a lot of fun and then there's teams out there that don't have any fun. So first mm-hmm. you have to know where your team is. Mm-hmm. Like how much fun are you willing to tolerate? I think the other thing is, is that it's as simple or as complex as you want to make it. Right. Fun for us in a practice, if you're a team, like you're coming off three state championships, Coach Weaver, and I don't know how much fun you guys have on the field in your two-hour session on a typical day, but it might be as simple as, Maybe during the 20 plays that you script out and run during team, maybe throw one gadget play in there. Yeah. Or, or we play music and occasional uh, dance sessions kind of break out in between plays, including coaches with position groups. I mean, it's just – it's light, yet there are times to be serious. There are times that we need to, to buckle down, if you will. But, look, it's airy. It's light. Um we're competitive, but when it's time to go like good on good or when there's a time to focus in, our kids know that. So I think you bring up a great point is like know your team. If your team cannot handle 50% of fun and 50% of like we're going to get after it, then scale it down to like, hey, they're 20%, only 20% of fun. Because you hear there are probably coaches right now saying, uh-uh, my team couldn't do that. We're, we're not disciplined enough in air quotes, right? We're not disciplined enough. Um but that's that's so true though. How much can you tolerate? Um, and then you're on, on the opposite side of the spectrum. There's a lot of teams that just have fun, um, or I call them fun suckers, right? You have fun suckers that where you're trying to have fun, and then the coach is a grouch, and you're like, oh, we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna have any fun. Well, then I think you lose credibility with your team. Like, wait a second, hold on. Like, it goes back to the clip in the very first part of the segment. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that's the skill, right? Because you can either have a fun week at practice, but if you have a fun week all practice, the game is probably going to suck. Right. Or you can have a sucky week at practice and have a whole bunch of 
drill sergeant approach to to planning, but then maybe you win and maybe that's the fun part. So I just think it's about balance, but fun is essential whether you're winning, whether you're preparing, it's just gotta be part of your game plan. And that's our challenge this week as we you know, start really thinking about what summer look like. It's coming here fast. Mm -hmm. And what is the fall going to look like for football coaches? But just to our coaches out there, like, how do you build fun into practice? Yeah, I'll share this with you real quick. Um, I'm in track season right now. And right before spring break, we had just had a track meet on a a Wednesday. So the Tuesday before, it's kind of like our tune-up day and all that. We played ultimate Frisbee for the first 10 minutes. Unscripted. They had a Frisbee. That was a warm-up. It was light. It was like, just go play ultimate frisbee. Like, yes, we want to get our stretching in and do all that. But you also have to know your team. So what we're saying is, how do you build fun? Yet we don't want Sesame Street all the time, and we don't want Full Metal Jacket all the time either. So find a way to balance it. Well, that's it for another week of the Culture Classroom. As we push to spring break, I know a lot of schools are going on spring break. Organizations have a few days off here. Make sure that you build fun for yourself outside of your sport, outside of your organization as well. That's a big part of it. I know coaches like to take vacation or do other things to enjoy time with their family. So make sure you're having fun in your day-to-day grind as well. And let's push to make 2022 the best year that it can be for you athletically and add a little bit of fun in there as well. Culture Classroom is sponsored by Pro Quick Draw, the dynamic playbook solution for modern coaches. Let technology work for you with time-saving features to eliminate the busy work so you can spend more time coaching. Our subscription comes with starter templates, stencils, and plays for you to begin building your 2022 playbook quickly. Give us a try for 30 days and keep all the templates you make during your trial. That's Pro Quick Draw.